Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Pastor Bob conducts personal interviews with Christian influencers from around the globe, helping Christian authors, recording artists, CEOs, entrepreneurs, nonprofit leaders, and yes, pastors and ministry leaders to get the word out about what they are doing to impact the world with the gospel. Our podcast has been rated in the top one half percent of all podcasts in the world by ListenNotes.com, so you know your message will be heard. Now, here is your host with today's interview, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads podcast today. We're so blessed that you're joining us. You know, we've all had rough times in our past, times when it seemed like the entire world was collapsing around us. Times when no matter how hard we tried, somehow, some way, we always came out on the losing end, it seemed like. I mean, everyone's had those experiences. If you've listened to this program for any length of time, you've heard my backstory. But our guest today has also faced the same set of circumstances. I mean, he lost it all. Family, work, savings, all of it. But at that moment in time, he made a decision. That one quality decision that started him on the path he's on now, helping others to learn to make the, that type of quality decision as well. Andrew Anderson is now an author, a speaker, trainer, community, and spiritual leader. He's helped hundreds of his clients to break through their limiting beliefs and transform their lives and their businesses. He lives his life with a daily mandate to influence as many people as possible to live a higher level of life and spiritual strength. He's also the author of a fabulous book, which we'll be discussing, Strength of the Oak, Strength of the Willow, How to Find Courage and Compassion in a Turbulent World. Help me welcome to the program, Andrew Anderson. Andrew, it is a blessing to finally get you on the program, brother. I appreciate your time today. Oh, Robert, it is a blessing indeed. Thank you for creating this incredible community and holding this space for people to really ground themselves in what we all need, which is a little bit more faith, courage, and compassion. Amen. Amen. Well, the first question I always start with is this. Other than that brief information I just shared, can you tell us in your own words, who is Andrew Anderson? Oh, well, I appreciate you asking. Um, when I was a little boy and people said, what do you want to be when you grow up? I would say, I want to be a dad. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I had great parents. I am a son of God, a great heavenly father. And I have uh, looked up to and modeled my own father and and God as as a, a creator of a family. And so first and foremost, I am a family man, a son of God and a Amen. father and a husband. And that's, uh, that's my, that's my first and main identity. Amen. Amen. Well, let's start more or less at the beginning, I guess you could say, what was life like for you when you hit rock bottom? Wow. Um, it's, it's amazing how we can, when we are transformed and healed, go back to those places without having to feel the pain. And I'm so grateful for that. Can I just acknowledge that that is a miracle, that we can yeah, go back to those man. places without having to feel that pain. And for me, it was dark. Uh, I was living in my parents' basement. I was 30 years old, the stereotypical you know, divorced 30-year-old guy living in his parents' basement. And uh, I, looking back with 2020 clarity, that beautiful hindsight that God gives us, I recognize that I was never alone. And I was surrounded by so many angels, so many people that he had placed in my path to help support me, even when I thought I wasn't going to be able to do it. 
And so in, in one word, it was painful. There's a lot of pain. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, I, I've been there and, you know, contemplating suicide, the whole thing. I've, I've gone the whole gamut. Uh, how did you find your way to implement the steps that you have now placed in your book, strength of the hope, strength of the will. How did you find your way to, to those steps and to implement those steps when you were at that point in your life? Well, we, we hear in scripture about hungering and thirsting after righteousness. Uh, I was starving and, but I had a desire (laughs) and that, that had been planted in me as it from, you know, the time I was a young child and it was a desire to keep on going to never give up. And so I just kept asking uh, from a place of extreme humility. I just kept asking people for help and putting myself in situations where they gave me tools and resources and books and people to listen to and follow. And I just relied on those angels, those mortal angels placed on my path with absolute divine design. And I just gathered all of those resources that I could to help me you know, quench that, that starvation, that, that absolute hunger and thirst. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And that's something that I found a lot of people really don't realize is when you're praying to God for help Mm -hmm. and he sends the next door neighbor over with a book or something like that. Right. Yeah. They say, yeah. Okay. Well, thanks. Yeah. They, they're waiting for this, you know, the the room to light up and this angel to walk sure. through the, the, the door and, and say, thus saith the Lord God. Right. Yeah. They don't realize that, you know, God has people such as you, you know, some someone somewhere today listening to us right now is going to get that one piece of information from mm-hmm. you today that can turn their entire life around. You know, that's right. And a lot of people don't realize that God uses human beings on this earth and those that have passed that have written books in the past and things like that, that can provide the answer they're looking for if they just take the time to receive it, you know? And and that, like you just said, you know, people that God had moved in and out of your life, you cross paths as, Oh, well here, here's this resource. And that one resource answered a question. Mm-hmm. that allowed you to proceed. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. And, and how did, well, let's do this. Why did you write this book, Strength of the Oak, Strength of the Willow? Why now at this point in your life? Yeah, that's such a powerful question. I love when people ask it. it it's my favorite, favorite story to tell. Uh, the quick answer is because God told me to. Amen. The the uh, medium answer, and you can read the full answer in the book, Strength of the Oak, Strength of the Willow. Um, the medium answer is, I was standing in the Virgin River in southern Utah in Zions National Park and literally grounded. Like I was standing in the river, looking up for the very first time at these rock walls that are just magnificent. Have you ever been there, Robert? No. Uh-uh. Oh my goodness. After I tell you this story, you're going to want to go. <laughs> this was the first time I had ever been there. And people had talked about the healing nature of Zion's National Park and this beautiful desert rock. And, and I had never really uh, you know bought into it because I'm a Rocky Mountain pine tree kind of guy from Idaho. And so I'm down there and I'm, I'm, I'm in the Virgin River. I'm looking up at this beautiful red rock that goes up for hundreds and hundreds of feet. And 
as I was just basking in the magnificence of this creation that God had placed on this earth, I was overcome. And whether it was a feeling or thoughts in my head or a vision or what I, it, you can't describe it when when you when you when you've been through it, but all of those thoughts and feelings and emotions and everything just rushed over me. And the words that came out of that experience was, Andrew, this is a rock. You are my child. And if you're experiencing this in front of a rock, imagine what others will experience when you fulfill the measure of your creation. Amen. Amen. And then I knew immediately that there were two books that need to be written, this being one of them. And the title actually came to my mind at that moment, Strength mm. of the Oak, Strength of the Willow. And I just started sobbing and I mm. felt 100% submissive and, you know, whatever, whatever you ask, Lord, like thy will be done. I, I will do it. I don't know how to write a book. I don't know what's going to be in it, but I will do it. That was my my call to write that book. And it was three years ago, uh, just the end of January, 2020, when I received that, uh, that call. Wow. Amen. Amen. Right. Right. When COVID was about to hit. Yeah. He said, you want to hunker down and do something good while you're, that's uh, right. you know, while you're tucked write away. Book. There write you go. That's book. right. And that's Amen. what I did. Amen. Tell us about the title, Strength of the Oak, Strength of the Willow. Oh, it's such a beautiful title. I had a yes. wonderful coach and he uh, shared with me one day when I was struggling with something, he said, Andrew, there are two kinds of strengths. There's an oak-like strength and a willow-like strength. And you seem to have built yourself in this oak-like way. You are one of the most courageous, one of the most driven, one of the most faith-filled, like nothing gets in your way. You will grow and you will be strong. And sometimes you need a little bit of complementary willow-like strength. You need to be a little bit more flexible at times, I see. And and you need to be a little bit more, you know, uh, willing to let go of uh, control. And I needed that in my life. And as I learned to implement both of these complementary strengths, it really transformed things for me. And I started teaching it to my clients. And when the call came, that was the principle upon which the entire book would be built using these awesome analogies and how we can utilize both of those God-given strengths within us. Amen. That's awesome. That's awesome. And in your book, Strength of the Oak, Strength of the Willow, you talk about coming up with your life mission statement. Yes. Can you explain the importance of that for us? Absolutely. We are meaning-making machines. It's just what we do. When things come into our brain, we have to make meaning to do a few different things. We either have to uh, like delete it and get rid of it. We have to generalize it to make use of, of how it can really you know help us. Or sometimes we even have to distort what's coming in to fit our paradigm. And when, when we are always making meaning of things, it, it's challenging because uh, we struggle to know, okay, is this good? Is this bad? We're, we're judging, we're, we're, we're making meaning. And a life mission is like a beautiful lens through which everything can filter. Amen. And when you know why you're here on this planet, and you know what you were called to do, which is unique. Every single one of us has a unique mission that no one else can fulfill. And so when we have that life mission, it helps all of the information, all of the opportunities, all of the distractions to be filtered 
and empowering us to be able to say yes or no, right or wrong. Will this allow me to bless and serve those I've been called to bless and serve or not? And it, it, if I found that those that don't have one are always struggling to know what to do, how to do it, and why. Yeah. And that's what a life mission does. It helps answer those questions. Should I or shouldn't I? How and 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 really like when? Is this a now thing or a later thing? Yeah, amen. Amen. That's awesome. And in your book, you discuss six key areas of life that that help lead us to fulfillment, basically. Right. And, and I thought these were really great. Can you briefly share with us those six areas and just the importance that they hold in our life? Right. Well, you know, I've heard it said that oxygen isn't everything. We just need it to live. And, <laughs> and so is money. Yeah. Money isn't everything but we need to live. So that, that first area is career. You know, by the sweat of thy brow shalt thou eat thy bread all the days of thy life. Like we, we got, we got to work. We, yeah. we have Amen. to bring in the oxygen is given to us freely, but everything else that we live by, we get to earn and sweat and work for. So that first area is career. The second area in that wheel of life is relationship. And that means your significant other. And then the next area is family. And then at the bottom of this wheel of life, we have the area of your physical fitness and your nutrition, that the temple that God gave to house your spirit. And then we've got personal growth and development. And lastly is spirituality. And those are the six areas in that wheel of life that I focus on with each and every one of my clients. Amen. Amen. Uh, this next one I thought was kind of humorous, but it's very revealing. The Rat Park exercise. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us about that? Yeah. I mean, one day I was uh, I was talking to a, a, a client of mine and he said, have you seen this YouTube video? And I said, no. And he said, it's, it's called The Rat Park and it's about addiction recovery. He said, I think you would love it. And I learned about this scientist back in the 70s who had done this experiment and found that if you put rats in a maze and on one side of the maze, you've got water and the other side, you've got water laced with heroin. Amazingly, those rats will continue to go back to the heroin laced water. And and this scientist said, well, duh, why don't we uh, why don't we change up this experiment a little bit and instead of a maze? why don't we create a rat park and why don't we put everything a rat could ever want, right? The tunnels, the spinny wheels, we'll put mates and friends and, and all the food and cheese and whatever a rat could ever desire. Let's fill this cage and make it a rat park. And let's put water on one side and water laced with heroin on the other. Almost every single rat out of curiosity, tried the heroin laced water and then never went back. Because they had everything that they needed in their environment to provide for their well-being. And I recognized when I watched that video that that is not just true of addicts. Putting them in a maze, in a cage, right, is not the best way to help them heal. But helping them recognize and helping everyone that we sit in front of recognize what would a life that would be so fulfilling and so rewarding look like such that you would never look back and go to anything that would pull you away from the highest and best version that God intended you to be. And so I teach uh, you in this beautiful book, how to build a rat park for your life. 
And this is not like a Mickey Mouse Disneyland park theme, right? Going on, but, but it's your own rat park. It's, it's your own, uh, magical kingdom. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And and the funny thing is that a lot of people call it the rat race. You know, we are in the rat race and now you built a rat park. That's right guide you away from the rat race exactly rat race is yeah, like Rob- a maze because what's, yeah. what's the objective of the maze how fast can you get through it right. yeah so robert kiyosaki told us how to get out of the rat race and i teach you how to then build a rat park amen amen i thought that was awesome amen thank you and i know i i just know there's someone listening to us today that that, that feels like well i've already heard all this rah rah self-help books and classes and stuff before how is your book different well, I I love that you brought that up because up until now, for the last eight years and the you know seven hundred people that I've been able to coach individually, they had always been referred to me. I didn't do any marketing; it was one hundred percent referral. And when people sit down with me, they'd often say, "I don't really know why I'm here. I've tried this kind of counseling and this kind of therapy, and I've read these books, I've done these things, but so and so said." that I needed to just meet you. And I would always thank them and say, well, that takes an incredible amount of faith and trust. And I want to honor that. Thank you for fulfilling the need to honor your friend and trusting me to hold this space for you. And then after we would get done you know, doing this, I, I do a five to six hour breakthrough session where we just uproot all of the junk, the baggage from the past. Then they would say, oh my goodness. <laughs> I need so-and-so, my my spouse, my child, my mother, I, I, every family member you can ever imagine, I, I end up helping. And and they they then say, you need to talk to Andrew. And when you read the book, you're going to recognize that this is different. It's not uh, written from a counselor standpoint. It's not written from a therapist standpoint. Uh, yes, I am a coach, but it's written from my standpoint and the 700 people I've been able to coach. Yeah. And I take everything I've learned personally and everything that they've gone through and I condense it down to these principles Amen. that seem to help everyone that I get to work with. And so if someone is listening and they're thinking, I don't need another book or I don't need another coach or another this, can you do one more? Do you trust me for just one more? And I promise you, if you do not get what you need out of this book, you send me an email. Andrew at andrewlanderson.com. You send me an email and I will personally, on my dime and my time, I will spend time with you personally if you did not get what you believe you needed from reading and implementing what's in this book. Yeah, amen, amen. You mentioned this. What do you say to someone who, who feels like they're just stuck right now where they're at? You know, they, they feel everything. You know, they, they've tried the books, they've tried the programs, they've tried the coaching, and it every one of them just failed. So what's the use? I mean, how do you encourage them to take that step? Right. Well, as a as a coach, I'm trained to help them recognize, and I and I would ask the listener right now, if you don't, how long will you be okay with things continuing as they are? Can you go another month? Can you go six months? If we're still talking about these same things in a year from now, what will that have cost you? Yeah. 
And are you willing to pay that price? And if we're still talking about these same things in a decade and 10 years from now, what will have happened? And most people say, I'll be divorced. I'll be dead. I will maybe take, I'll be so addicted to whatever it is that I'm struggling with. It, it, it's the worst case scenario. And I don't want to be, you know, like Debbie Downer doomsday guy over here, but I want to ask the listener, like, if you don't pay the price now, what will it cost you later down the road? And so I just ask, you know, like all those that were there to mentor and help me in my dark days, can you trust me for just a little bit? And it would only take maybe, uh, you know, a few hours a week for a couple of weeks to be able to go through this book and implement the strategies and do the journal entries. And, uh, it's not going to get any worse, is it? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then, and then I follow up with the question, well, what is on the other side of this, right? That light at the end of the tunnel, when this is gone and you're no longer struggling with this one thing in your life, what's possible. Mm. Yeah. And then that is where, you know, in, in sales, we say that's where we close, but I'm not trying to close. I'm trying to open. I want to open this door and let Jesus, you know, call you into it so that you can receive everything that is on the other side of this. Yeah. So that's what I say to those that are asking that question, Robert. Amen. Amen. And as they go through this book, you know, they may have some additional questions or right. motivated to, to get in touch with you. So you do personal coaching, mentoring classes, stuff like that outside of the book, correct? Absolutely. We got the book. I've got a fabulous course called Seven Steps to Solving Uncertainty. And it's a simple online course where you can go through eight uh, different sessions. And then I do the the one-on-one coaching as well. And so there are a lot of ways to to step in and, and find help wherever you're at. Amen. Amen. As you were developing this program, mm-hmm. what was one of the major obstacles you faced in creating the program like this? Mm. You know... <laughs> this is where I can be really vulnerable. And uh, we're, we're impressed by people's successes, but we're impacted by their failures. And so let me let me just share a failure or two that I had along the way. Um, it's a challenge sometimes to look at what you've been through and, and to think and believe that this could help everyone. And, and I, I know I'm a born leader and that God has a great work for me, but a lot of times when I've been working on this throughout the years, I didn't feel good enough and didn't feel worthy. And I would hide uh, behind this mask of, well, this worked for me, but I don't want to you know, bother anyone else with it. And plain small, right? Just not stepping into what I knew I needed to do. And when those moments came, I reached out to some of those earthly angels, those that believed in me, friends, family members, and mentors. And I would share with them like, hey, help me. And they said, you have to, <laughs> you have to do this. And so that that was one of my own personal obstacles was just not believing in myself and the impact it could have. Um, you know, I was told like, this will be a number one international bestseller. And I didn't believe that the first time someone told me. And now when you look at the book, there's that beautiful little badge and we did it. Amen. And uh, we we became in 
you know, five different countries and 48 different categories in Amazon, we became that bestseller. And it, it's an honor. And I have to give that glory to God because he told me to do it. Amen. And then he sent the right people to help me overcome my own insecurities mm-hmm. about what could happen. And uh, so that was the greatest obstacle is myself. And we're always our own worst enemy. <laughs> amen. Amen. Uh, so why, in your opinion, why does this program work so well? And what makes it different from other programs that are open? Yeah. So using the analogy of the the trees, I had a wonderful mentor who once said to me, Andrew, for every thousand that are hacking at the leaves and branches of change, there is one striking at the roots of transformation. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to help you change your life or just make it look a little bit better and just, you know, like a like a facelift here. We go deep. And this book is not one that can be read once. And you know that. Uh, you, it's it's like scripture in that you got to go back. You got to answer the questions. You got to do the work. And we go deep. Amen. And I ask the questions that no one else is asking you in your life, that when you get answers to, they will transform because of the roots, not because of what everyone sees on the outside. This is deep, unconscious beneath the surface kind of work that most people have never known how to do or been invited to do. Yeah. Amen. Amen. How can someone obtain a copy of your book, Strength of the Oak, Strength of the Will? It, I take it it's on Amazon because you're an Amazon bestseller, right? That's right. Yeah. So uh, if you go to Amazon, you can find it there. Uh, for your listeners, uh, they're going to be lucky because we will have just launched the Audible version. So we've got the uh, the Kindle version that can be used on any digital device. We've got the hardcover um, and the paperback as well. And then we also have the accompanying gratitude journal, which mm-hmm. is just a beautiful way to implement what I call the four steps of applied gratitude. So you can you, you can get all kinds of products related to this book Amen. that helps support you in your journey of grounding and finding that courage and compassion to transform your life. So Amazon, if you look for... Strength of the Oak, Strength of the Willow, Andrew L. Anderson, you will find it. Amen. Amen. Andrew, this has been so interesting. And if someone wanted to get in touch with you to ask a question, receive more information, how can they do that? How can someone get in touch with you? Well, I answered another call, and that was to uh, step into and just embrace everything social media has to offer. So you can find me on social media at Andrew L. Anderson 85. And then my website is andrewlanderson.com. And again, I offer anyone, I will have a conversation with anybody on my, again, my own dime, my own time. I'll spend up to, you know, 15 to 30 minutes with anyone that needs help. And you can email me personally, andrew at andrewlanderson.com. Amen. Amen. Folks, as you just heard, Andrew has put together this helpful book with the sole purpose of helping you to change the way you look at your life, change the way you handle obstacles that try to trip you up, change the way that you've been living from from failure to failure and turn you on the path to success to success, amen? It doesn't matter if you've tried other Mm -hmm. self-help programs before. If they let you down, as Andrew said, what do you have to lose? Give Andrew's program a chance to prove itself to you. On Andrew's website, I read that countless coaching clients have come into his program after trying everything, and those same people had profound breakthroughs. Why? Because they went all in 
as he said on this interview, just one more time. Just go in one more time. You can do the same thing right now. Amen. Just drop down the show notes, click the link right there. Check out Andrew's book, Strength of the Oak, Strength of the Willow, How to Find Courage and Compassion in a Turbulent World. The link is down below. You can click it, order his book. Go to his website. Take a look around. I mean, it's a wonderful website. Check out the testimonials. Reach out. Ask a question. Praise God. That's what those links are there for. You can connect with Andrew on social media. All the links are right there as well. Andrew, I want to thank you again for taking the time to come on the program and share all about this great book, the training programs you put together. It is definitely needful in this hurting world right now, man. And I appreciate all that you've done for that. You're very welcome. And Robert, as a podcaster for Christ, I have to give glory to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is the ultimate example of the strength of the oak and the strength of the willow. And there's a beautiful little surprise in the end of the book where I take everything I teach and show how Christ himself exemplified these two strengths and how we can as well. Amen. Praise God. Folks, that's all the time we have for today. For Andrew Anderson and myself, this passed by reminding you to be blessed in all that you do. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Crossroads podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can be notified when another episode is published. With over 800 interviews and 1,000 published episodes, Pastor Bob is known as a podcasting expert for helping others to create their own podcast to share their messages with the world. Please visit our website at www.podcastersforchrist.com. That web address again is www.podcastersforchrist.com for more information. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do. Are you a Christian entrepreneur, coach, or author with a message that needs to be heard? Picture this, your voice reaching thousands, your story inspiring hearts, and your business flourishing like never before. Introducing Faithcasters, the ultimate platform that connects faith-driven professionals like you with the power of podcasting. Become a sought-after guest on Faith-Based Podcast. Share your unique insights and connect with like-minded individuals who share your passion for faith and entrepreneurship as well. Imagine your expertise reaching a wider audience, expanding your network, and propelling your business to new heights. Well, it's all within reach with Faithcasters. So don't wait. Take the first step today on your journey to greatness by visiting our website at faithcaster.org. That's faithcaster.org. Join the Faithcasters community now and unleash the full potential of your faith-driven enterprise. You do not want to miss this opportunity. Faithcasters, where faith meets podcasting and your dreams become reality. Visit faithcaster.org. Let's soar together. And remember, anyone can be a podcaster, but only a Christian can become a faithcaster. Faithcasters, your voice, your platform, 
your success.